from now until we get into heaven, we're going to fall short on a day in and doubt basis. We're going to need the blood of Jesus to cover us in the grace of Jesus to reconcile us back to him. This is the uncomfortable truth. Hello and a welcome back to the uncomfortable truth. For a second there, I thought, she, I thought you were going reggae. For, for <laughs> yeah, I don't like know. A, a little, I don't know where I was yeah. going, man. I don't know where I was going. About, I haven't had a job job in, Obi, it's been seven years, maybe eight years since like somebody said, Shane, this is your job description. You need to be at work at this time. Right. You can go home when I tell you that you can go home. <laughs> I haven't had one of those in a while. But about how long has it been, actually? 2000 and, oh, uh, well, about nine years. Nine years. My youngest son. Okay. Around the time my youngest son was born. That was the last time you had a yes. clock in, clock out. It was actually January 5th, and. 14 or 13. That was the day you left the job? It was the day I was asked to leave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's another story. You remember that date? Yeah. Yeah, I remember coming home. Do you want to hear something funny? To my wife, do you hear something funny happened to me today? She's like, yeah, what? I was like, I got fired. <laughs> She's like, what? That's uncomfortable of enough of an intro. That is pretty uncomfortable right there. Yeah, that was a, a life-changing moment for us. Um I'll just, we'll talk about that uncomfortable moment in a job where I really, my whole heart wasn't in it and their whole heart wasn't in me being there. So this is a, this is a 50, 50 deal. Like nobody was putting their best effort forward. And I've realized since then, I'm not made to work for somebody. That's not who I am. And I was trying to pretend for the golden handcuffs. I like that paycheck, right? Yeah. Steady paycheck at that time. So it just didn't work out. And uh, no, I, it's this not something where I'm going to walk away and blame the person that let me go. Um, I'm going to look at the things that, or I have looked at the things that I, I could have done better. And sure, there's some things that they could have done better too. Sure. But I, like, it ain't going to help me to focus on that. No. So, yeah. Um, three months prior to that, I remember very clearly, it's one of the most clear things I've ever remember the Lord telling me. I remember the Lord telling me in September, three months previous, to leave. Put your two weeks notice in and leave. I had I had started, my wife and I had started a lawn care business, which I had had a lawn care business for pretty much my entire life since I was 14 or 15. Dad got us started in that. And we had started that back up. And it was very, very small, making like 2500 bucks a month. Okay. Yeah. If, and if you know business, you know twenty five hundred bucks a month. That ain't what you put in your pocket. No, that's that's the that's the gross sales. You got to pay the gas. And yes. You got to pay the the loans on the lawnmowers, and you got if you got an employee, you got to pay him. That twenty five hundred dollars might turn into seven hundred and fifty dollars in your pocket. Maybe if, if you're lucky. If you're lucky. Yep. So that's where we were at at the time, and I was making five thousand dollars a month at my job. Okay. And so it was hard to. I knew that I needed to get to about ten thousand in revenue in the lawn care business to replace. And that's if I was doing most of the work. Right. Which I could have at that time if I didn't have a full-time job. Lord says leave, put your two weeks notice in. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Uh, winter's coming up. 
it's not a good time, God. Lawn care, not a lot of lawn care um, needed in in the winter time. You know, you so. get you get some through in East Texas. You get mid November. You can still cut grass, and then you got some leaves in November, December, January, and February. If you've done all your work, pretty the dead. right way is dead. Yeah, February especially. There's nothing to do. I'll wait till March. I'm gonna put my two weeks notice. That's the plan. In. That's the plan. God's telling me, "Hey, here's your plan," and I'm like redlining it and saying, "No, that's not a good plan, dude." Like <laughs> I'm gonna do my own thing. I'm like, I got the control here. If fast forward to January 5th, I get called into the office and, you know. God's plan commences. That's right. <laughs> and it was cool. Um, what I will say about that company that I worked for is that they gave me a severance, which was, I think, totally a God thing so that we could get through until. And I think that was just God saying, hey, bro, I got you. Like, even though you were not obedient, I got you. Right. And we didn't miss a meal. We didn't miss a payment. We did, you know, Lord take care of us. It's pretty awesome, actually. That's awesome. It was uncomfortable, mostly for my wife, because that it really didn't. That's, it bothered me, but it really didn't right. bother me to a great extent. That's the uncomfortable intro. Oh, we opened this up, and I got some. Uh, we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about our wives today. Oh, they're going to love this one. Mm-hmm. If they <laughs> listen, I think they quit listening about three seasons ago. So, Yeah, but if they catch wind that they were talked about, then they might like dial in and see what it was. Maybe we just won't tell them. <laughs> It'll be an omission. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take marriage advice from the guys on the uncomfortable truth. <laughs> Although we're going to talk about it, we're just going to tell you through experiences maybe what not to do. Yes, maybe. Let me pray for us. We may need some extra prayers today. <laughs> Lord, we uh, pray you protect us from our wives. Um, we're, I'm just joking. We, we, <laughs> we had to look up from that yeah, prayer. I'm, yeah. I'm winking at the camera. <laughs> Lord, we love you so much. We're so honored that you give us a platform to, uh, just talk about life, uh, Lord, to, to just work through life together, uh, to sharpen each other, uh, with your word and to, uh, ultimately just lean on each other and, and in hopes of planting a seed in someone's life. Um, Lord, we just thank you. For loving us, for protecting us, for protecting our babies and our wives and our families. And we just pray that you will, uh, Lord, continue to provide us with uh, just the provision and the, the opportunity uh, that, that we have here to uh, spread your name and to glorify your kingdom. We love you so much and ask this in your name. Amen. Amen. So, you know, our wives have a lunch meeting about once a week once every two weeks i didn't know that okay yeah it generally uh amy's generally a little happier on those days than she might Mine be too. <laughs> yeah it's awesome yeah it's awesome um not that she's an my wife's the happiest person you ever met she but, really is unless uh, you do something really idiotic then she might get a little mad uh, <laughs> but, or me whatever or, you know we, we, we sometimes most part we we uh help each other if um if if I'm not, if I'm in the doghouse, Shane's kind of helping, kind of just pull me out a little bit. Yeah, same. Vice versa. versa. Yeah, you know. <laughs> we talk each other down sometimes when uh, there was a situation last week we were talking about, and we were both on the same page, but we both understood that men and women think differently, and so we have to do our best to 
sure, we can have an opinion. Sure, we can uh, know that we're right. Okay? That doesn't always matter. That's right. It, a, a lot of times what matters is delivery and the perception of love through delivery. <laughs> is this getting, is it getting a little rough? No, no. <laughs> uh, is know, it getting rough for you? I, 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 I always go back to uh, sometimes a battle won is a battle lost. Mm-hmm. And if you don't remember anything about marriage uh, advice that, that we might give, if you can remember that little nugget of, of there are moments where you might win a battle but you actually lost the battle, and you're not going to realize it until after the fact. Man, is I'm going back to this TV show that I'm watching, Band of Brothers, and I've seen it before, but this guy runs into battle, and they just demolish this uh, company of SS soldiers. And it was like 40 of them versus 150 of the other soldiers. And this is SS in, in the World War II is the worst of the worst. The worst people. They did horrible things. But at the end of the battle that they won, he looked like he had lost because he looked people in the eye and shot them. Right. Right. A battle won is a battle lost sometimes. Yes. There are adverse effects no matter if you feel like, in quotations here, you won. if you won. And so much about the guy's perspective is uh, – Almost being righteous, me, uh, being right. Prideful. Prideful is, can be, when we get in that mode, can be more important than being amenable. What, what's that mean? Amenable means um, you're able to come to an agreement with or okay. be able to be on the same page with someone else. That's a good word. Uh, Amenable. Yeah. And and so, uh, I mean, a lot of the times our pride gets in the way of us being able to come to resolution. Mm. That's good. And always, there's always this. I didn't this, mean to interrupt you there. No, you're the, like, amenable, that's a good word. There's always this, uh, there's always a, take a heated argument. There's always this moment where, or there should be a moment in our heads where we think, like, oh, dang, yeah, I'm approaching this thing in the totally wrong way. Right. And uh, sometimes that moment's that moment in our head gets glossed over because, again, we're going back to being right. And pride getting in the way. And of, pride, yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> our wives have this lunch, and we talk about on this show all the time about having your core group of people ironing, iron sharpening iron, um, knowing that you have somebody in your corner, and that reference comes from boxing. Like, I'm in your corner. I'm here for you. I will never leave you. Uh, no matter what you do, I, you know, we're going we're gonna to walk through this life together. And we talk about men really needing that. And it's harder for men to create those bonds uh, just because of our pride. We think we can do it. We think we can handle it. We think we have control, the illusion of control. And so it's harder for us to get vulnerable and have those real relationships with other men. We haven't talked about women having those relationships and the value of women. And although they are probably easier for women to form those relationships, it's 
probably in reality harder for them to keep those relationships than it is for a man. Would you agree? Without knowing this science, the psychological fact of that, yeah. I, and, and just knowing what I know about men and women, I would think that it would be harder for them to keep those because of we're not psychologists yeah by by no means i would i would think it would be more difficult i feel like jordan peterson you know um you know he 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 would have the word on this but yeah um you know to me women are such emotional uh you know a and women tend to compare some more than guys do right um right maintaining maintaining a long lasting friendship seems to be maybe more difficult um you know only because of the emotions the just the insane amount of emotions that are involved in those relationships and how how those how those emotions can impact the relationship uh maybe i'm wrong but yeah it seems that way yeah it does seem that way and i i think that if we consulted an expert, it would probably be um, confirmed to some degree what our thoughts are. Maybe. The point I'm getting at is at this lunch, I'm sure that my wife tells your wife some things about me. I'm sure that your wife tells my wife some things about you. I would think so. Right. And the point I'm trying to get to here is just like we need that inner circle of people that are are going to sharpen us, our wives need that too. And to not let our pride get in the way of those deep and meaningful relationships and trust and encourage our wives to have those deep and meaningful relationships where they are open to tell their deep and meaningful relationship people things that are deep and meaningful. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? 100%. You know, it's and like not let not we, let my pride get in the way of like she may say something about me that I don't want to You don't you might not appreciate her sharing that. You know? You know, and 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 same with me. You know, I might not appreciate the fact that she just told some other women that even though they're her they're her that's women. Right. You know, it's like well, that's embarrassing or that's, yeah. uh, you know, doesn't shine very brightly on my character yeah. or well, I wonder what she thinks about me now. You know, I mean, but at the same time, I feel like that we understand to a greater degree of the fact that them having someone to share those things with is much more of a po- is going to have much more of a positive impact on our marriage. Yes. Than if they didn't have anybody to share those like things. Like you with. know those women. You know that that core group has each person's best interest at heart and that those things and we have to give our we it's not like it's not like we're giving permission, but we do give permission for them to say some things in the, in in that lunch that we would not be okay with outside of that core group because we know and we trust them. That's what I'm getting to is encourage your wives to have those relationships. And if you need, like, these are people that you, you probably, you need to be comfortable with too. And that's another conversation. So much of marriage is about communication. It's like, if I didn't know these people, I'd be a little hesitant. 
Exactly. Because then, I mean, we have to be careful, right? You have to be careful, like, what somebody could use against you. Uh, most of my dirty laundry is out there, but <laughs> you know, and it you know it doesn't really bother me um, if if people know that I'm a screwed up human. <laughs> yeah. We're we're all so broken. Yeah, you know it, it is it is a freeing feeling. Yeah, uh, to to accept your mistakes and your failures, knowing that there's not a single person on the planet that doesn't have them. And what yeah. makes yours any greater or lesser than theirs? And I want to be really clear. There's a lot that they can talk about. Yeah. Because compar- comparison is a thief of joy. It can steal your joy. And if you look at a couple, Courtney and I have had people tell us that you guys have a great marriage. I look up to you. You have like the perfect marriage. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. And Courtney does the same. It's not perfect. Nothing's perfect. Right. And the minute you start thinking that is the minute that you compare yourself to us and you have this certain barometer of how you should live your life based on another human. That's not how we should live. No. There's a lot that's messed up with my marriage and with Obi's marriage and the other two guys that are sitting here. It is a constant. It's a constant. Work in progress. Work. Yeah. You got to work at it. Uh, because you believe in that person and you love them and uh, and God God put them into your life for a very specific reason mm-hmm. and that's to do life together to, yeah. to figure out this tough uh, thing that we call life together yeah and and then he puts other people other married couples and other friends in our lives to to do that same thing at the end of the day we're just trying to get through this life uh that like shane said on the last podcast is is it's going to get harder and harder and harder every year because we're going to experience more adversity more loss more everything everything's going to continue to get more Mm -hmm. difficult and at the end of the day your wife having someone that she can lean on to deal with that brokenness that she's experiencing and us having men that we can lean on to deal with that brokenness and that loss and all of all of that life difficulty that we're going to experience it's it's uh wow i just i just can't imagine getting through it getting through this this thing without it man uh it'd be super tough it'd be super tough and have those open like get get real courtney and i recently have been having these we lay in bed at nine about once a week we have these deep maybe 30 minute to one hour conversations until sometimes until we're so exhausted emotionally that we're just both like, okay, we'll pick this up later, but have those be open to those. There's, there's a part of me that didn't want to have those for a while because I felt like I had something to hide from her. Um, and that was not healthy. So we're working, we're working through that. That's right. You know, it's a, it's again, it's a work in progress. Courtney and I also had one of our conversations centered around like, what is something that is deep and meaningful to you that I could do better? This is, these are questions that we ask each other. And my answer was, and these are simple things that maybe the other person might not have a clue. My answer was, Hey, when I, when I call you to uh, get the electric turned on at a property, 
can you do that for me? Because it drains the heck out of me. And she said, that really means that much to you? I was like, yeah, those little things mean a lot to me. Right. They mean a lot. Yeah. A lot. And she and I asked her the same question. And she said, if you'll just clean the kitchen up after I cook every once in a while, like that would mean a lot. And I'm like, what? Yeah. That? She's like, yes, I'm tired. I cooked. That, it'd be nice if I didn't have to clean up too. I was like, okay, <laughs> I can do that. And, you that, know? and, that, and that's huge. For, it seems so simple. Yeah. It, just like she probably thought what I said was so simple. But those little things, if we're communicating, if we're not communicating, we don't know. Exactly. And we need to be communicating that it's okay for our wives to, to really talk to their trusted friends about real life stuff. And a lot of the real life stuff is going to revolve around us, dudes. That's right. And do the dishes every once in a while. <laughs> that's right. You may do the dishes all the time and maybe something else. And that's not a sexist comment like women do the dishes all the time. Hey, for you haters out there, <laughs> you can go fly. You can go fly a kite. I'm looking directly at you. Because <laughs> we have some. That'd be a better use of your time to go fly a kite. Yes. We we, we have some uh, that, that don't uh, necessarily think that we're authentic or sincere uh, in our, in our discussions here, um, you know, I, I don't know how to fake what we're doing here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so, you know, for those, for those, if that, you caught this you know, in a short, <laughs> go watch the whole video, yes. watch the whole video. That's right. Don't make an assumption based on 30 seconds of us sitting here talking. Yep. We just kind of Those are meant to be a little controversial, by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Appreciate y'all joining us today. Yes. This has been another episode of The Uncomfortable Truth. Hit those buttons at the bottom. Like, share, subscribe. Help us reach more people for Jesus. Go out and kick the day in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.